Mm-hmm. How we doing out there, Lo-Fi listeners? Where you at? It's summertime, and Lo-Fi Poly Sides teaming up with Hipsville AD's Gregory Day to bring you our summer music series, The Trade-Off. Trying to give you all out there some new tunes to jam to this summer. Gregory Day, my friend, how you doing? Oh, man, I am fine and dandy today. Fine and dandy. Yes, indeed. I love it. I love it. That's such a good summertime saying. All right, why don't you go ahead and break down for the people how this all works? What's this all about? Yeah, it's the trade-off. It's, uh, we pick a musical genre, and then we both pick uh, a, a song of, that represents that genre, and then we talk about it, where we share it each other, and then we talk about it here on the show. And uh, sometimes they could be very similar choices, or they could be choices that are um, completely different, but both represent the genre, um, you know, kind of representing our points of view of the genre. And what are some genres we've done so far, in case people, this is their first time here, and they want to go back and see what else we talked about? What, what genres have we done? Yeah, we did reggae hip hop, we did Irish punk, and last time we did Indian music. Um, and I think we've uh, had some similarities in our picks, and then we've had some vast differences as well. So looking forward to talking about our, our choice today. And and what is our genre for today, sir? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a kind of a, I don't know if it's a very prevalent genre anymore, but it's one that I find, I hold very dear in my heart. It's trip hop. And what is trip hop? Because I know for me and you, yes, we know what this is, but like you said, I don't. It may not be prevalent anymore or not. So let's pretend listeners out there don't know what trip hop is. How yeah. would you define trip hop? Yeah, I would define it as it's definitely a musical genre that, that uh, emerged in the '90s. Uh, it mixes down tempo beats, uh, record scratches, moody orchestral samples, and uh, it not all the time, but most of the time has a, a female singer. That's kind of a, uh, that kind of evokes like lounge music or. Um, jazzy, um, lonely jazzy kind of music. Uh, this is music that's uh, kind of synonymous with bands like Portishead and Tricky and Massive Attack. Um, yeah, it's like music, I guess for me growing up, it was like uh, what the future was going to sound like, but it definitely um, didn't, <laughs> didn't really stick around. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that, all that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, tri- trip hop people. And as we, as we talk through it more, you'll get more of a feel what we're talking about. Um, all right, you want to go first? Do you want to go? Yeah, second? I'll go first. Yeah, traditionally, you know, I go. I'll, I'll talk about your pick. You picked uh, Six Underground by Sneaker Pimps, and boy, did this bring me back. Uh, this is a band I hadn't thought about in quite a while, uh, but yeah, it's a great example of this genre. Um, it's got uh, that those down tempo beats, and it's got those record scratches, and it's got those those uh, kind of synthesizer and moody kind of interlays over the over those instrumentations and of course it's got uh the woman singer uh but this one i find to be very interesting because it kind of leans more towards alternative rock it's got these two guitar pieces in it one acoustic and one electric and so it's it seems much more of a crossover track which i thought what thought was uh interesting um and yeah it's got these really great lyrics about um I, i guess it's potentially about either a toxic relationship or drug dependency or both um and so yeah it's just it definitely feels like um you know, kind of a lonely, sad piece about the end of something or about uh, destructive behavior, but um, it's got this uh, kind of uplifting, these uplifting guitar moments that make it just a little bit more than a sad trip-hop piece. Uh, so I was wondering uh, if you could elaborate on your choice of this week. Yeah, so to give a little more for people out there, like who sneaker pimps are, first off, awesome names, sneaker pimps. I mean, mm-hmm. just like, and it's so 1990s, really. Um, and the group yeah. came out, they got together in 1994 and Six Underground came out in 1996. It was their okay. first single off their debut album, Becoming X. 
um, which kind of goes with that theme, you know, you were talking about in the song, toxic relationships and potentially like drugs and alcoholism and different things like this. Like this was a major topic for music in the 1990s. But I remember this song coming out like vividly and trip hop was really taking the scene by storm at that point in the 1990s. And, you know, it wasn't necessarily in the mainstream, you know, like if you look at um, hip hop and rap was really coming in hard in the 1990s and really making its huge debut into the mainstream. Trip hop was coming out, but not into the mainstream like that. Um, but I think Sneaker Pimps was probably one of the more prominent, if not the most prominent trip hop group that did somewhat make it to the mainstream. And I think to go with what you were saying about how, you know, this song in particular maybe crossed over a little bit into like alternative and rock. Maybe that's why this song made it close to the mainstream, because as a representative of trip hop, it was kind of like bridging the gap a little bit. Like you remember this song playing on the radio or on MTV After Hours? You ever caught it then? Uh, I did probably did feel the radio. I don't recall a music video, but yeah, this is a this is a song that reached quite a bit of popularity. Yeah, I think other than Sneaker Pimps, like you already named them, Portishead is probably the other band from trip hop that people know the most of, or at least know the name. Mm -hmm. um, but I think, you know, this track Six Underground, I think it's phenomenal. And, and yeah, it does kind of bring you into this. Maybe it's about a sad relationship, but at the same time, like the vibe of the music and the instrumentation just kind of soothes you. And it's like, you know what? We all go through this kind of stuff. Uh, and I just love this song. You know, I had a really hard time picking my example for this. And as we'll talk about later, like I was the one who chose trip hop as today's genre, but I didn't send you my pick until yesterday, which for me is like really last minute because I was <laughs> like, you know, I, I was I was leaning towards like more Chiba. I was leaning towards Massive Attack and, and Goldfrap and Portishead and and people, all of all those bands right there you should all check them out. Um, go down the rabbit hole. It's some really good music. Um, but like I said, this one, this one pick, whenever I finally got to it, I was like, wow, I hadn't listened to Sneaker Pimps in a very, very long time. And I don't know if you remember Gregory Day, but so in the 90s, I will speak for myself. I'm not going to lump you into this. I was kind of like a, a musical cultural snob. You know, I was into like punk, I was into ska, I was into hip hop, I was into um, trip hop, I was into stuff that wasn't mainstream at all. And so whenever groups that were in those categories started going mainstream and catching popularity, some of us may have been like, oh, they're too mainstream, I'm not going to listen to them anymore. And I felt like that may have happened to me in Sneaker Pimps. And I kind of just like, you know what, I'm going to listen to more Portishead, I'm going to listen to more Massive Attacks. But when I heard Sneaker Pimps again yesterday, I was like, dude, this is a great song. I was like, this is my pick. This is what I'm going for. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Were you uh, by any chance uh, one of those music snobs like me? <laughs> You're going to out yourself? You don't have to. Uh, I want to say was is not the right, uh, is not the right tense for me. Um, <laughs> I would say still. <laughs> but uh, no, I hear what you're saying. I think for me, it's like, a, it's like when a production becomes too polished and too... Uh, you know, too watered down to, to try to make sure that everyone can can tolerate a piece of art or entertainment is when it kind of loses me. And unfortunately, that's what happens when things get into um, push the forefront of the mainstream. Um, but yeah, I wanted to uh, uh, add a little bit of trivia here. I don't know if you've heard where the, the, the band gets their name from. 
I do not know, so I am yeah. so curious about this. <laughs> yeah, apparently there was an article with the Beastie Boys talking about uh, guys they would hire to find the uh, their tennis shoes for them. You know, get the get the best, you know, no way. and the most popular uh, tennis shoes, and that's what they called them, the sneaker pimps. So oh my god! <laughs> and so they took that from that article. That's awesome. The Beastie yeah. Boys inspired their names. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That's really cool. No, but I also say like this this genre. Well, no, I'll talk about the genre in total more afterwards. Let's mm-hmm. go ahead and talk about your pick. Um, why don't you give us a quick intro of it, and then I'll jump in to talk about it first, and then you come in after. Yeah, my pick is Nightlife by Amon Tubin. Uh, this is a little bit of a different kind of style of trip hop. It's got a lot more breakbeats and electronic music influence on it, but it's also got a lot of jazz and um kind of string orchestral strings kind of mixed into it and so this piece is like a good slice of retro futurism uh it sounds like something out of blade runner or something like that where it's just got these great um swelling strings and um like uh samples of people singing and stuff that sounds very much like this from the 1920s but it's got these great break beats and these other electronic uh synthesizers kind of looped over it so um I also had a hard time not going with Portishead or some of those other <laughs> those other bands, you know. Uh, but yeah, this is a, I really like uh, Amantu, and he's a great musician um, who's not just uh, like your typical trip hop guy. He's looking for different soundscapes and just really about the experimentation of the of the genre. And um, yeah, I just absolutely love his stuff. Ah, so um, Amantuven, like. I vaguely remember this name and it seems like I vaguely remember this tune, but, but so, like I said, this makes me think of way back in the day, what was, I don't remember much back in the day. All right. I don't even know what day of the week back in the day was, you know, whereas like um, sneaker pimps, I remember vividly this one, but maybe there's a reason why I don't remember it uh, because like, like you said, this is an instrumental piece, right? And it it just hits me on so many levels. I was listening to this and oh, it was so, so experimental. And really you could see like some of the, the beginnings of lo-fi music. It gets its roots from here and from Amon Tobin. It also gets them from like sneaker pimps. Like you get lo-fi stuff all mixed in throughout it, um, but definitely mastered in a studio. But the mm-hmm. beats are so on point. The sound effects are so crisp and killer and really like I feel like I'm going through a fantasy world with this song you know and it's just like and when I think about it like that that's that's probably why I don't only vaguely remember this song you know (laughs) depending on when exactly it was who knows who knows but I really love this song and for real it's it's hard to keep a six minute and 30 second instrumental song interesting but this one doesn't um, but why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit more and, and tell us like why you picked this one for today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think uh, this one came out maybe a couple of years after the Sneaker Pimps. And this is you can definitely see the uh, change in the in trip hop. It's just leaning more towards electronic music. And I think that word polish you use is, is, is uh, a great word to describe Montoban because I think unlike a lot of the other uh, bands that came before him, they weren't just mixing records and instrumentation and samples, uh, Amal Tobin is pushing pushing things forward with computers and that, that kind of mixing, um, you know, that, that hip hop influence, but also like electronic music coming in and mastering it and, and using programs to, to mix things and cut things. Um, and so that's why you get this uh, like utterly chaotic, uh, but very clean and crisp 
music from from him um yeah he is from brazil and i love like a lot of his music uh, has that brazilian jazz influence on it and so he's kind of like has one foot in the in the traditional one foot in the future and uh he just utterly fascinates me so when we went uh when we got around to doing this genre i definitely had to go with him oh that that also makes me think well two things um one sneaker pimps i forgot to say but they're from the uk mm -hmm. um so it's cool our picks today are from brazil and the uk uh and I, I want to reiterate what you just said that like trip hop was starting to bring in computers into the mastering of music. And for a lot of our listeners, that may sound like, so what? What you have to realize in the 1990s, early 1990s, there were hardly any, if any, musical studios who were using computers yet for the production of music. It just was not happening. Computers weren't there yet. People were using actual turntables and mixing things together and they would have to change records physically. And if they use sound effects, they would have to bring them in in a more organic way um, or play a recording of them and mix them on an actual mixer during the post-production of the song. And here with Trip Hop and specifically Amon Tobin, we start to get the actual being able to use a computer to bring all these different cuts together. Um, and of course, lo-fi does all of it with computers, but Gregory Day, could you imagine like lo-fi artists trying to do what they do today? I mean, even myself without having a computer to do it? No, not at all. I mean, it was, it's like you got to record, you know, probably I would say with, uh, so I, I do know for a fact, like the original Portishead record, it was like recording samples from music onto other devices. And then they actually used uh, new pressings of those recordings uh so they could scratch them um in that record so like they would this you know it's a it's a recording already so it makes it uh, poor quality and then importing you know scratching that into another record um and then recording that record it, it just it creates that lo-fi quality um so they had to do all of that stuff uh by hand you know that's a huge production to to uh, not only record a sample but then press it into a record so you could then record it again um but today it's like you could just do all that in a computer uh with much less time and money um so yeah it creates you know it opens the door for many people to be able to make music and at a, a much cheaper cost oh with, without a doubt and i find it oh, we got some lo-fi music going on in the background people playing some heavy beats i don't know if we'll be able to hear it in the recording but if it do i'm not going to cut it out airplane just road by at least people aren't cutting grass today that happened to me a couple <laughs> weeks ago people were cutting grass and i was like lo-fi grass cutters that'd be a cool name <laughs> anyway anyway um but now i want to talk about a second like why i chose trip hop and, mm -hmm. and what it all means to me and you can jump in anytime you want on this um so like you said we've done um irish punk we've done which is like uh, um, a mix of two genres, right? You know, we did reggae hip hop, which is like a mix of two genres. We did Indian music. And within that, we even brought like a subgenre with Hindustani and Pakistani music blending in with Indian music. And then here we are, we're at trip hop. And the reason why I love this so much, um, I find perhaps more often than not, especially in the 90s, when you think about it in the 1990s, and it was definitely the case in the 1980s, music was dominated by men, um, whether it was complete male bands or just male lead vocals. Um, but the music industry was a male-dominated industry. But whenever, you know, there may be a couple examples like R&B and country music. You know, you can think of some pretty real big standouts and several of them in those two genres. But if you think rap, hip-hop, reggae, rock, metal, punk, ska, 
all of those, the big names and predominantly were men. But then trip hop comes along in the early 1990s and almost all of the most famous groups are female led and female vocalists or female groups and all. And it's just, to me, it kind of represented, especially in the nineties going towards the two thousands, it's like the world's changing and the way we think about music and the way that trip hop was approaching music, especially with so many female leads and female predominant bands, it was showing us a different way. And it was something that we all wanted to evolve into going into the two thousands. Um, so I kind of feel like trip hop for me has a special place as like the turn of the millennia um, and with female representation in music. Um, what do you, what do you think about it? Yeah. I'd say hip uh, trip hop was just, is something that just uh, completely floored me. I think the first time I heard it, it was just something new and exciting and it just opened the door, many doors to different musical ideas for me. I mean, it's just like you grow up listening to just like, you know, what's on MTV or rock or, or you know, any of these more traditional music genres coming into the nineties. And then you have this, this new thing. That's just like, it, it sounds like it's from some old world that never existed yet. It sounds like it's from some new world that's hasn't started yet. And like, it's just, it, it needs all these different mixes and like all these different samples and kind of like, it was, I think it was the first time I ever heard a musical genre that was, um, you know, a mashup of different things. Yeah. Sure. We had hip hop and like sampling, in that uh which definitely is a huge influence on this but this sounded like something completely new and different and um which is why i still i still listen to it today um 30 years on from when they first when these bands first debuted because it just it still sounds fresh to me and it still sounds like as exciting as it did back then and so um you know it had a, a, great, a great profound effect upon me I can agree more with all of that like really i still listen to these groups today uh i even on so, so some people are going to be like, you have a Pandora? Yes, I still have Pandora. I mostly listen to Spotify, but I have Pandora for one very specific reason. Because I've been having Pandora since like way back early 2000s when it came out. And some of my stations on Pandora, I've been having for like over 15 years. So it's like 15 years of thumbs up, thumbs down of like different music and stuff. And Trip Hop Station is one of those Pandora stations that I still regularly go back and listen to. Um, so again, people out there, you know, Amon Tobin, uh, Sneaker Pimps, Portishead, Morchiba, Goldfrap, do yourself a favor and check out these bands. If you've never heard them before, they have a lot to offer for sure. But Gregory Day, what are we listening to for next time? What's your genre pick? Yeah, next, uh, next time we do this show, we're getting into metal. I won't uh, elaborate more on that because I think you and I will come to the table with very different... <laughs> point of view on this and so i'm just saying metal because there are like i don't want to get into that pedantic conversation about the millions of different subgenres of metal but uh I, I can't wait to see what it is that we come to the table with on this one most certainly so and i'll probably be last minute with this one when i send it to you as well <laughs> and and people out there listening um if you listen to some trip hop or you listen to some indian music some reggae hip-hop you know any of the things that we've talked about before and something clicks with you Right on in, talk to us about it, and we'll talk about it on air. And Gregory Day, till the next trade-off, turn it up and play it loud. Yes, sir.